0: Hello and welcome to Weekly MTG. We're your hosts, Blake and Steve. Blake and I never know what direction is anyway. We are here today to talk about Magic the Gathering Arena on your phone and joining us is going to be a longtime friend of the show, but it's been a while since we've had him on, uh, Chris Kayo as well as uh, arena community manager megan o'malley who's going to be showing off some of the features of digital play so we're going to talk about all about digital play uh present future uh for your phone and all that jazz uh but before we get to all of that steve's going to do the news yeah, we've got some news today,
1: something that was announced just this morning, so if you might have missed it, you might have not, but we're going to pull up the graphic right now and get right into it. It's Black is Magic, proudly supporting Black Girls Code. It's a new secret layer drop. Uh, and as much as I would love to give you more details about it, I can only give you the details about it that we announced today. I would also really encourage people to head to Daily MTG and take a look at the introduction to Black is Magic, written by Wizards of the Coast first director of diversity, equity, and inclusion, Jontel Layson Smith. It's really awesome. Uh, Jontel wrote up a really wonderful piece on uh, Secret Layer Black is Magic. And there's also a great designing Black is Magic from the uh, creative lead, Sydney Adams who served as the creative lead from R&D. But here are the cr- cards that we revealed from it so far. Uh, we have Shalai, Voice of Plenty. You can check out the amazing art there. And we have Ponder. Uh, with in addition, maybe some of the greatest flavor text
0: we've ever... Yeah. And, and the art's fantastic. The art's yeah. incredible.
1: So uh, some of the best flavor text that we've seen. And it doesn't stop there. There will be... Uh, Five additional borderless alternate art cards that will be revealed soon. And you can check back on February 9 and 16 for more Secret Lair Black is Magic details. Uh, Thank you so much to all the people internally that helped make this product happen. We're really excited about it, and we hope that you will be too.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Now let's bring in our guests, Chris Kale and Megan O'Malley. Welcome, Chris and Megan hey yeah uh, we just had we just had megan on, but chris it's it's
2: been a while since we've had you on the show That's right. We've been off making the phone work and getting it all on there, so we're super happy to be here and talking about it, yeah, uh also, your internet at home sucks, which makes it hard to get you You'll notice. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely squirrel tribal uh the squirrels <laughs> come and grab a little piece of the internet and then take it away uh you know live it in the trees, I guess. <laughs> Um,
0: So chat, we are going to we're going to start off answering a bunch of questions that uh, Megan has actually been curating over the course of the week that Arena has been available on your phone. And so we're going to start off asking a bunch of those that have come from you all. And then we are going to circle back and we will take your questions from chat. So if you have questions in chat, uh, just go ahead and put them in there. I'm going to keep saying chat until you guys get the idea that questions going chat. And at the end of the show, uh, Megan is going to kind of gather all of those and show them off. And we'll ask Kale all those random unscripted questions. Um, and then along the way, Megan's also going to show off some gameplay. So the gameplay that you will see for MTG Arena on this show is all coming straight from her phone. So everything you see is um, Arena on mobile. So um,
3: I have so many windows open. I'm like, oh, where's my frame of reference? Oh, gosh. Oh, too many
0: tabs. (laughs) Um, So Chris, let's start with um, the, the early access that we just launched is currently only on Android. Why did you start with Android?
2: Yeah, well, we wanted to actually dip our toe into the overall mobile space and make sure that what we had was technically solid as well as had good gameplay to it from the players we could reach. Android gives you the ability to run in early access. So we chose the sort of best devices that we could at first while we were continuing to develop lower end specs. And we said, let's get it to the players as soon as we can, so we can get feedback. We can see what people think, and we can also explain why we made some of the choices we did, uh, especially coming into the digital card space on a phone
1: uh android early access obviously obviously it's still pretty early days but uh what has the android early access taught the mtg arena team so far uh
2: a lot of stuff clearly uh new players and existing players both love it they've picked it up uh they play as much as or more on their phone just i think probably through convenience you know being able to sort of sit wherever you want take a minute and play uh you know it from the session side like where we track uh, you know, crashes, disconnects, that sort of thing. We're actually doing a lot better. The PC actually has improved performance because of a lot of the mobile choices that we made, we're still working on reconnects and disconnects. That's always a, a sort of thing you have to chase on mobile because different people have different qualities of connections, hence why I'm here and not with my squirrels today. <laughs> so, um, But that's sort of a continuous improvement thing that we're going to keep doing. Like the performance improvements the connectivity improvements the play improvements this is just the start of another way to play magic if you look at it on the phone you can see the logo is there with the planeswalker symbol and it just says magic and while it is arena we've always felt arena is just another way to play magic and stay in touch with it and now you can do it anywhere you want to um and it will only grow from here as we bring more devices on online
0: all right, yeah, and you can see Megan is is literally just playing a game. This is not pre set up or anything. This is Megan. I think this is your account. Um,
3: yeah, it's my account. It's my field pool.
0: <laughs> so yeah, any any mistakes? <laughs> you know, Megan, <laughs> I'm I'm resisting I'm resist, oh, the know. urge to suggest play patterns here. So we'll, I'll, I'm just going to keep asking Ko questions and we'll let you play. Um, <laughs> So as we said earlier, we're, we're in an early access phase right now. What changes should we anticipate when the game does fully launch on mobile?
2: Uh, a lot of them are going to be technical. A few of them might be sort of suggestions as we do with gameplay. Uh, the technical ones will be performance, which is essentially how it's running on a given device. Uh, we also have the other side of performance, which is memory, how long you can play, uh, how sort of challenging it is because, you know, the, the North star for us with this and with the entire arena product has been authentic magic. Now we add layers of controls on there, like full control or auto tap that make it more fun to play, but real magic is running all of the time. And so one of the really sort of known cases for us is something like scoot swarm, right? Where you can already bring PC to its knees. Uh, Rest assured, you can also bring mobile to its knees. But even in those cases, we are sort of expanding the space where on mobile, you can just keep playing. And it's actually very close numbers wise to what PC is. Uh, We track the kind of typical board states in PC, how many lands and creatures are in play, what sort of other things are going on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, right now, according to our metrics, we're covering 80 to 90% of the total use cases. There are still the, you know, Super Friends decks with all of the Planeswalkers or the Scoot Swarms or those sorts of things. So expect us just to continue translating paper magic into digital magic. But now we're doing it twice. We're doing it for the PC and then we're also doing it for the mobile special cases.
1: So, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm loving the the dulcet tones of your voice explaining the things, but I'm also really enjoying seeing Nice. You uh do do the things right now uh so let's the uh, lights
2: just turned off
1: yeah yeah that's, you that's, gotta move that's, you gotta wave your hands. Of that okay yeah you gotta just, wave your wave hand hands around move. hopefully uh hopefully the lights will come on. Oh. I, I, <laughs> I love that we can get the streaming set up just fine in the office but we can't control uh, the motion control sensor lights and when they turn oh off my gosh. <laughs> uh, that
3: was awesome
1: so, getting getting back on track a oh, little wait. bit Uh, Are there going to be some, uh, will there be major differences between uh, iOS and Android when iOS finally gets supported?
2: Uh, Not really. There's a lot of Android devices, uh, thousands and thousands of different Android devices. And so we've tried to accommodate sort of the most regular screen aspect ratios, 16.9, 16.10. With the release of tablets coming up here, we'll also support 4.3, 3.2. And so Apple tends to have sort of a fewer types of devices or types of layouts. Um, We've done things like account for the notch in some of the devices, right? That you'll have there for some that have the extended displays, but there really shouldn't be any experiential difference, uh, between it. We've really tried to keep it, honestly, as close to PC as possible. Um, while you can see here, the layout differences, one of the things that we was really important to keep intact was the vertical read of the play space. So if you look, the health is in the same place, the cards generally are in the same place, and most of your eye activity, where your eye goes, stays the same between PC and mobile. And that's one of those UX things, well, we had to move the avatars around, and we had to move some of the second tier user experience things around. We really wanted you to be able to keep kind of muscle memory, kind of sightline memory, so that you Mm -hmm. still felt like you were playing the same game. And that's where a lot of our design effort went into. Um, clearly, it's small. A lot of people have said you have to squint there. You know, We'll, we'll keep, continue to look at that in play space-wise. But honestly, that's one of those trade-offs where we said, okay, do we want to limit this? Do we want to make some weird you know, pinch-in, pinch-out kind of thing? And we said, no, let's try to keep that UX as close to PC as possible because this is a lifestyle game. This is where you play it wherever you want to. And we want to make sure that you don't have to relearn the screen every time you're trying to change devices
0: Mm -hmm. um i want to piggyback off of a question steve asked earlier about kind of what you learned in a week is there anything from the initial uh play that has surprised you or reactions from fans or anything anything you
2: didn't expect well i'll say something and then i'll ultimately make it not true in the same sentence (laughs) um it's always a good sign to us when people on reddit are talking about the shuffler uh the shuffler is always a contentious and debated topic and there's lots around Mm -hmm. it but it's it's sort of our sign of okay that's kind of normal conversation and so what we've seen is definitely discussions about mobile we've seen a lot of surprise posts at how well it plays and you know we've definitely Mm -hmm. seen size considerations and those sorts of things But, you know, when the Reddit gets back to Kaldheim and the set or the shuffler, you know, players are playing and not being prevented from playing or not feeling like they can't play by this new form we just put out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my that's my anecdotal surface thing on the metric side. We track lots of stuff. Um, And like I said, we're we're we don't have a lot of disconnects, but we're after robustifying that mm-hmm. um and people seem to just be playing, right? Like it, it's just fitting into their overall arena and magic lifestyle.
1: You know what in they sense. say about robustifying, it makes me feel good. Uh the so the the I have something written down here, and it's not really a question, but I feel like I, I should just put it to you in simple terms. And the thing that I've written down here is help my battery keeps dying. Uh, what's, what's being worked on in terms of, uh, in terms of battery life, uh, obviously, you know, magic is a very, uh, complex game. So what's, what's being done on the dev team's end to help maybe address some battery issue problems.
2: Yeah, we're continuing to look into that. There's a few things to keep in mind, uh, with mobile, Uh which is we don't control what else you have open at a time. So the more stuff you have open, the more stuff is going to take up. Like people know this from an email sense, right? The more your, your, uh, your phone is chattering, the more it takes up. And a lot of our stuff is definitely, um, using more of the CPU and the resources on the phone. So it definitely is going longer and we're continuing to work on that, but watch what else you have open. I mean, we're dedicating time to these matches. You, you want to make sure to play your match through, right? Uh, because there's another person on the other side. So, we are asking more of a engaged user sort of play from players because that's the kind of game Magic is, and it's less of a pop up the game like you would see in a typical mobile game, and then pop it down. Um, in our own internal testing on some of our min specs and some of the things we've had in the future, people are generally able to play at least an hour, an hour and a half on full charge, um, which is actually quite long for a mobile device that's this intensive. I know I found. I have a specific issue, which some players may run into, which is because of my huge hands, I have a huge phone and the display is bigger. So it's probably pulling more juice in order to push all those pixels around. So results will vary, but we're definitely after it. Um,
0: So in, in the process of developing Arena for mobile devices, what would you say was the most difficult thing to accomplish?
2: um i think there's a tie there so the first one is just the information design that goes into a card game let alone into magic uh with a fixed camera and with really sort of information design going on where all the information has to be in a relatable and reliable place has to change in a way that makes sense there was a lot of work done on how do we scale it how do we make it work like you'll notice on Megan's screen right now, she has a card trapped under another card. Well, in the case of targeting items on other creatures, we have to be able to pop that out and then scale everything and slide everything accordingly. And so it really was a choice to say, okay, should we keep it small or should we enlarge things and change around, you know, sort of the spacing? And that took a good amount of time and technically took a good amount of time because our PC tech had none of that in it so that was all new features to build and in some cases because it's a live game people have joked it's a little bit like changing a tire on a car that's going down the road Uh, we had to do it in a way that didn't disrupt pc uh, so that was really challenging i think the other thing that uh, we would probably put as challenging in this is um, how do we make sure to develop on the team the habits and the muscles to now deliver so many different platforms. A lot of games do this, right? But we've been PC centric for a long time and we had habits about PC, but like one of the things that's going to be real now is we have to submit for certification so we can't necessarily turn around fixes on a dime. So to fix that and address it, we actually built a bunch of tools that allow us to do that without having to resubmit. So in a lot of cases, this is sort of arena 1.5 where, the infrastructure, the technology, the ability to handle all of these cases has been built more robustly. And then on the performance side, it'll perform better across the board, generally on PCs with frame rate because PCs don't typically have a memory problem. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. a it's a really a transformation, not just an extension of arena.
1: Excellent. Uh, Megan, and has vigilance, right?
2: Megan.
3: Don't shut up. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that you know. uh, we just
0: we just hear the loud sighs every once in a while. And it's just
3: like, oh God. You're right. No, you're right.
0: It's looking good though. It's
1: at least it's it, it, it's yeah, it's looking good. Uh, I was gonna say she good. has the right I amount of I was I was getting
3: it. so so tilted by the lack of my removal spells that I'm just like, Well I gotta play defensive and <laughs>
1: uh Chris, let's talk about uh, mobile and its its impact on design, if any impact at all. Uh, how does mobile development impact design decisions that are unique to the to this game in particular, like card animations, battlefields, cosmetics, et cetera? Uh, how does it impact sure. it, if at all?
2: Sure, I think overall what we were trying to do in this first phase is just say, how do we translate arena and thus magic to the phone? So a lot of our focus was on that, but it started to sort of transition the last four to six months where we started to ask ourselves, what is the phone good at versus what is PC good at? So like, for example, deck building is just hard. We have over 4,000 cards in the game right now, far more than any other uh, digital card game. We also can have, you know, 4,000 or more on the battlefield at a time. And so we had to say to ourselves, where do we want to put our effort And where do we want to put our attention to keep making mobile a better experience? And most of our effort and design went into the battlefield and into playing, uh, things like the car, the deck builder, we definitely have a serviceable deck builder. And it's a place where you can more modify a deck easily than build a new deck whole form. And that was an intentional choice. Uh, we feel like things like a deck builder probably will just always be a better experience. The more pixels you have and the more you can sort of noodle around with it. We want it functional. And we definitely want to keep improving it, but there's going to be a cap on how much you can improve. I think one of our marketing people said it best, right? Uh, Phenomenal cosmic powers, teeny weeny playing space, Um, (laughs) right? So we we know that there's a trade-off. We know that there's things that we can do better and there's things that will probably have diminishing returns. And we're trying to focus on the things that matter most to players on the phone and how they play. So we, even though we only have a week, we're starting to watch session length, um, when they play, what they're playing, are they playing limited or constructed, right? Like limited has a, an even higher issue with reconnects or disconnects because you really don't wanna lose limited games because there's rewards on the line. So we really wanna keep looking at what players love about mobile and use it for and reinforce that and make those work really well. And you know we'll still make sure everything else is functional as we go forward, every new feature that gets added will be in both.
0: Um, Speaking of new features, what are some mobile friendly design tweaks or changes that you still want to make?
2: Yeah, we're, we have some minor things like we're experimenting with the, where the pets are and how they're configured. We're experimenting with some more of now that we have lots and lots of games played, what kind of games players tend to play on mobile versus not like are players bringing really complicated board state decks on or not, because that'll help us sort of target the tier two user experiences that we're after. Uh, some of the other things I think that are good to mention is going forward with our future designs of features, we're going to be much more cognizant of mobile. I think mastery pass is probably a good example of that. It's pretty clear Mm -hmm. it's laid out pretty well, but it's also a very PC or big screen design inherently. And what we want to do is look at the features and go, okay, can we make this different and make it better for mobile versus just copying PC? Um, Again, it'll be that value trade-off that we do, but that's that's where a lot of our attention is. Um, Apart from that, I think the translation of the tutorial and the color challenge uh, will be something we work on because this mobile thing, we're getting bunches of new players and those new players, a lot of them are either fresh to magic or maybe we see some people coming back from duels. And so there's a lot to learn from some of the previous card games we've made as far as mobile friendly designs. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Let's move on to future facing things. Uh, Once mobile is fully launched, like it's out there, it's it's launched, we're good. Uh, What is next? What's next for you and what's next for the team? What's next for mobile?
2: Well, one of the things that we've been doing, we have lots and lots of uh, work going on. We put out, uh, how many? We put out six sets last year, roughly. And uh, I get, and we hear, the, we hear the feedback strongly that cards are not considered features by some people in the, in the uh, audience. We get that. We know you want your game to still feel like it's loved and that we're still paying attention to it. So we're bringing quality of life features online. We have a big list of them. Jay... Parker, who's our game director, has been through Reddit and other threads and is looking at all of the different things that we can do. So we want to start ramping back into that now that we have mobile and PC unified. So one of the things that happens development-wise is you build mobile sort of apart from PC in some ways, technically, and then you've got to bring them back together and run them as one live service. Well, with the full launch of mobile, we will be in that world. Right now we're in that world for Android, but it will soon be for tablets and iOS. That will then let us do a lot more of the looking across the entire product space. How is it on each platform? How is it working? Where are we going with it? Uh, And so we have some actual future features, some of which are on the roadmap that we've released and some others that we're kicking around to just build back up from just sheer card delivery uh, to some more of those features that help work things out. Now this year, we still have five standard sets. We actually have one more than previous. And then we have a bunch of plans for historic and for some other things that I'm not supposed to mention. So uh I'm sure Megan will will keep me in the box there but we still want to add tons of cards but we also want to add more Don't put space. this on me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a
3: plan. We just got to stick to the plan. <laughs>
0: um so all right, let's we, we got a couple fun questions here before we get to chat's questions. So yeah, chat you've been putting a bunch of great questions in there. And I know Megan's been keeping track of them, so go ahead and keep putting them in there. We are about to get to them. Uh, but first, KO, inquiring minds want to know, now that Arena's on your phone, what's your favorite place to play Arena?
2: <laughs> my favorite place? Hiding mm-hmm. from my kids. <laughs> 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 wherever, wherever I can hide from them. Uh, you know, I have I have uh some young girls and they want to play too. They've been asking me, yeah, well, when is it going to be on our tablets, daddy?" and uh, you know, trust me, I get the pressure at home and not, but seriously it's it's nice to be able to be sitting there and a lull in the conversation or in the kid chaos and whip oh, out my phone and at least at least start a game uh you know sometimes life intervenes, and I'm unable to finish it, but yes, mm-hmm. the answer is not the bathroom, it's anywhere I can find a space, so <laughs>
1: All right. So, uh, you know, we've got, we've gotten a lot of really important questions here lately. Right. Uh, but the one that I've written down that I think is the most important is why is the bear pet? So gosh, darn cute. Chris, why, why <laughs> is it? Important? Well, we were why? talking
2: about that right before it started and I'm still trying to figure out what I call the lamb bear that sh- like sheep plus bear combination. Like, I'm not even sure I would be afraid of that if it was in the forest, even if I was a Viking, right? Like, I don't know. I, our art team does awesome stuff. You've seen all of the pets, all the variants. We try to really mm-hmm. find the, the sort of fun center of a set. Right. Um, and as, as cool as Kunaros is with, you know, his three heads rolling there uh, we still like to make sure there's just some fun and some, some joy in there. She has the uh, emote stickers up and, you know, it's kind of, it's nice to put those within the sort of meta layer, the fourth wall of the play. And that's where we see the pets, right? Like sometimes they're mm-hmm. giant pets. If you go to the Amonkhet battlefield, like they're as big as pyramids. Other times they fit into the scene. And really it's just about having a buddy there to uh, mock your opponent or hug you when you lose. So, um, yeah. Yeah, The uh, I, have, I have a son who's two
0: and his favorite part of arena is the little dog. But he likes the um the pink one that when you click on it a bunch it speeds up it and then it ar- zooms around the screen yeah yeah, so yeah my six year old do a,
2: my six year old will do a drive by when I'm there trying to play and she'll just start hitting the pet, which means my mouse mm-hmm. then jumps over there, so then yeah. I don't know where I am, so yeah, I think a lot more people than I'd intended are having fun with the pets, Oh yeah. All right, well, let's get to
0: some um, audience questions. Uh, Megan's gonna, uh, Megan, I'll let you finish out this game before we get you okay. asking questions <laughs> so, so you can do it undistracted. Looks like you're coming towards the end. Um, so let i got to me... reach the point where it's just like YOLO
3: full swing. Math is for blockers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they did the math, and not... they're still alive, but not in a... you're, you're in an okay position here.
3: Well, I'm going to um, lose. He's going to gain three life off of his saga thing. And in the back of my head, I'm sitting here just like, you know, I would have won this game if I freaking remembered she had vigilance. You know? Aren't you glad it's I true.
1: told you what I did, though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, KO, the, mo- the most common question I, I see on here is uh, when is Arena coming to the iPhone?
2: Or iOS, yeah, so or however you want to call that. That's why, that's why Megan's on the call, because I'm not supposed to say I'm, I'll tell you what I'm supposed to say, which Stop. is we have, we, have, we, have, we, have, we have more coming with the Strixhaven announcement. Uh, but right now, just so everybody knows, we're play testing it. We have it in really good shape. We're you know, playing across the team on it, and we're super excited. Right now, just so everyone knows, we chose a fairly small sample of mobile devices. We're on about 25 30% of our targeted devices right now. So there's a bunch more devices coming with the full launch on mobile.
0: Hmm. Um, I think you kind of spoke to this earlier, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway. Is it possible to remove pets and avatars so that there's more free space on the battlefield? And I know you kind of talked about battlefield tweaks that you guys are looking at in the future.
2: Yeah, we've dis- the avatars are a tricky one because we use it as a control surface and a messaging surface. You can see right now Megan has six poison counters on her. That's also where energy goes and where your sort of ranking goes. So from an avatar Mm -hmm. standpoint, you also do emotes from there. You hold it to get into full control. So we use that as a UI element. On the pet side, that's interesting. I think uh, one of the things that may just make that easier is also having the ability to select no pet or remind folks about that easily. Um, But definitely, I'll take that feedback back to my team and see what they think. Because on mobile, it is more important to manage space. And just so everyone knows, everything slides and expands there and moves around as needed to show the pertinent information. You'll notice sometimes when the stack comes up, if there's things that would be hidden behind the stack, it'll sort of pop out. And so we're very flexible Mm -hmm. about making sure, number one, you have the information you need to play. So yeah, I'll take the the pet idea back to my team. All
0: right. Um, So earlier in the conversation, you talked about all the different resolutions uh, that will be coming to various devices. We had a question as to whether non 16 to nine resolutions will come to PC and Mac.
2: Uh, that is a good question. Right now it's not in our plans, but technically speaking, we should definitely take a look at it. If we feel that there are folks like, um, I think some of the uh, laptops are 3:2, or there's others mm-hmm. that are in that space. So uh, we should definitely take a look at that. And I know my team has been probably discussing this stuff more than I know. Because they are, you know, into the gritty details of all of this. But yeah, that's one of the things that we should definitely look at providing, if it especially makes things uh, more fun and more playable on some of those touch laptops. hmm Oh, Megan.
0: So
3: close. Don't. So, I don't want to talk about it. I punted that game.
1: She's done with the game. I'm gonna um, sit here.
3: With... I just need to like, just like, just like tilt in my chair a bit, you know. <laughs> Somebody grab me a salt um, shaker. All right. Uh, I have been keeping an eye on chat and, you know, not great. my creature abilities. So one of the, <laughs> the questions that came up about mobile um, availability is where um, it's on Android, but are there any restrictions? Is it U.S. only or where in the world can and people play Arena on the phone?
2: Well, there's a few restrictions that are general to Magic, like we or sorry, to Arena, like North Korea. Um, I mention it because there's just sort of few that are out there and always have been. Other than that, um, it's in the stores and it's translated. We still have our partnership in uh, the Tencent regions where we are not releasing this version as we still work with them on regionalizing the game for that area. Uh, So, but other than that, it's kind of everywhere, for the most part. I'm sure I'm missing some smaller regions that have legal difficulties or other things. But broadly speaking, yeah, you should be able to just get it. And it's in the uh, localized languages that magic itself provides. Mm -hmm. Um, And let the records
3: show that I only had two snow permanents. I needed three snow permanents to kill my creature that my (laughs) opponent stole. (laughs) I checked.
0: Um, I do want to circle back to a question that chat actually asked the question and then answered it in chat. But I I think it's important to highlight. So uh, Chris, if you are playing on your phone, do you and you already have an account on your PC, do you have to create a new account? Do they sync up together? Does your collection travel over? How does that work?
2: Yeah, it's the same account. Uh, It's the same collection. Oh. My loose Things that are you okay? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Go ahead. Keep going.
3: It's
2: me. Uh, it's there's me. A, there's a few tiny differences about like settings that you might set on each that you might have to set mm-hmm. up again because some of them are stored on your sort of local client, the the specific installation you have. We're moving many of mm-hmm. those to the account level, but we haven't moved them all. So I think it's going to be very, very minimal. Really <clears throat> our goal with this is not just arena everywhere but magic everywhere and so you know mm-hmm. we're definitely continuing to work with tabletop on more ways to just say hey you want to play some magic and you know broaden that out
3: and if if, if, if you if you've ever yeah, played down. like on a a a pc or a laptop and you've experienced just like oh wait my avatar is different or my pets different it's those kind of like client yeah. side information but the important things like your deck lists and your collection and your your quest progress your gold your gems is all tied to your account on the server so it goes wherever you wish to be
2: yeah it's more about how just like... con- it's how things are configured that is saved not whether mm-hmm. they're there or not um so your ranking all of that is uh, shared
3: um, do you, uh, another question is, well, could any of the layout changes that are on mobile potentially come to PC?
2: You know, we talked about it a little bit. I think it, the reason I'm pausing is because I think that's a really good question to ask because it's not everything, you know, there might be some things that people like more or they want something that's on mobile on PC or vice versa. Now that we have sort of the foundation established, I'd definitely be interested in hearing about those things because as I paused, I was like, huh, I, I hadn't asked myself that question recently. I know we did originally, but we were pushing to get it finished. So now let's ask ourselves that kind of question because that could be pretty cool. Um, I'm sure my team is right now screaming at the stream, but you know, we still gotta, <laughs> we gotta ask, we gotta answer some questions, uh, you know, <laughs> as straightforwardly as possible. Cause I think that's a, a potentiality to look into.
0: What else do we have in chat
2: there, Megan?
3: Oh, I had one, and then I lost it.
2: <laughs> man, you lose one game and it just wrecks your day.
3: This is real life, man. Oh, there it it's, is. Uh, is there any uh, connection? It's the, it's the the Steve suit and I was like, hey, yeah, uh, yeah, she has she has vigilance, doesn't she? And it's just like. And I'm also remembering how I misplayed that, game, I yeah. kind of my mana, because I meant to play the two. I meant to have the mana open to play the shield to prevent the damage that was dealing me and encounters. And then, anywho, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be. It'll be three a.m. and I'm gonna be thinking about this game. Um, <laughs> speaking of, of mobile and game playing, <laughs> um, I'll keep this. Are, is there any sort of connection safety for uh, disconnects on mobile?
2: Uh, so. We have some basic stuff that we've been using for PC. We have another layer of it for mobile that will that's in the current setup, but that will sort of more robustify, to use that word, for full launch. Uh, because it's magic, and because the game states are so complicated, I think this is also a case where it's just good to talk about how the game's built. Uh, it's a client-server game, and there's communication back and forth between the clients and the server which means it needs more connectivity than a lot of games you might play on your phone. Uh, In Magic's case, because things are so complicated, it's what we call chatty. There's a lot of communication that's going back and forth, even compared to other card games. So these are meant to be explanations where we say, you know what, if you're playing casually, it's probably best for mobile. If you're playing on the ladder, it's probably great. If you're in an arena open, you shouldn't probably play on mobile just because we don't control a lot of the elements that go into connectivity. You know, if you're driving around in a car or on a bus, you're switching cell towers. Uh, if you have, you know, squirrel Wi-Fi like I do, you're betting everything on another piece of tech that's outside of our control. So overall, I would say because of the nature of the game, because of the way it goes back and forth that you can interrupt another player's turn because it manages states the way it does, just be aware that Mobile itself is just a more diverse, connective environment, and that's just a technological thing, not an arena thing. Mm-hmm. That said, we're going to keep working on it. We have improvements coming out, but I just want to frame it fairly and say we're probably not the place to play things on mobile that are highly stakes or highly sensitive. Um, so, you know, we just want to sort of caution everybody on that case. We'll keep moving, improving it, but there's still a lot of risk if you're you know, going for it. All right, makes sense.
0: Um, so I think chat has mostly, and I don't know, Megan, do you see any other questions that are outstanding still?
3: No, um, questions that I we can't really talk about. I know, um, some questions about Magic the Gathering online, which really isn't KO's area of expertise, um, and some back and forth, but like, yeah, so like if you don't like your pets or you don't want like the uh, not your pets, I love my pets, I have. I'm fairly certain all of them. But if you, you can mute, even on mobile, you can mute or unmute your opponent, which would put their pet to sleep or disable their emoticons. Uh, I am so sorry, opponent. You don't know this, but I am live streaming.
1: And on mobile. Um,
3: and on mobile.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I'm I'm the to this, um,
0: it's
1: funny.
2: <laughs> the, we, we talk oh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say we we talked earlier about you guys intaking feedback. If players have more feedback as they play, as they continue to mess around with the mobile version, um, what are the best ways to share that feedback with our team? Megan, so you might have an gener- answer for this one.
2: Yeah, I think I can Megan can field it probably. Sorry, Megan. Sure.
3: I uh, get yeah, no. so there's the, you know there's myself. We have a few other community managers uh, Brandon and athena and 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 Chris Peeler, whom we're always keeping an eye on on social media, uh, be it Twitter, Facebook, reddit, um, some of the unofficial discords We're hopping in the stream. So you know we're always watching. Uh, a lot depends on the type of of feedback. like we have a specific bug uh, report. Uh user voice that you can use if you're if you're trying to like report and like an issue an issue issue um but as for feedback um just make sure you're using the right you know you're you can at us and um we typically see it and just usually ends up getting uh compiled uh I'm in meetings and syncs all the time with not only Ko but uh, Jay Parker, who's the game director, our, our live events team, like Lee Sharp, who I know is, is very active on Twitter as well. So it, it's one of those those instances where if you're talking about it, chances are we've seen it. If you want to make sure, be sure that you're sending it like, to one of our official channels, like at... Uh, mtg underscore arena or using the hashtag mtg arena just because that makes it easier for us to find
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and from the dev side our team actually has a thing called mythic orange training and we put as many people as want to on the team through it and that's really out there you see our names are orange when you're playing uh, with us and a lot of the team is out there reading and engaging we generally pick up themes better than specific things but i do know like for the card set team what was it glittering frost the thing that was causing the lockups last Mm -hmm. week, Um, they were on it right away. And it actually took longer for us to, you know, get it deployed and certified and all that uh, than it did for them to find it. So especially after card setter feature releases, nice. Hey, that seems like it might be symbolic. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the show Uh, to be
0: over.
3: oh i thought you was saying I, nice uh, to the co- what he was saying on the stream i'm like really you're gonna nice no, my no, opponent no, no, for no, no, killing no. my creature wow
2: nice <laughs> just a and then i looked up I'm like oh no, no no no
3: he's, 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 he's...
2: <laughs> i think that i think I like, what's funny is weird. like a lot of the chat sort of calls we had that was great feedback but also a lot of people are just playing and digging in and so i think you know us running out of questions here is probably a little bit like what people are doing right now, they're you know they're they're mm-hmm. playing. They're just having a fun lot of just commentary on my yeah
3: perfectly average magic playing. You know, <laughs> we were discussing you know who's like I I am I am not a bad magic player. I am average. I have good games. I have bad games. I get tilted. You know, I have my preferred decks, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well Long good luck
0: way. building this one's your game. This, <laughs> way, this, yeah. is
3: why, this is why I don't stream. Also, by the way, in case you were ever wondering, like Megan, why don't you stream? It's just like because I have z- one, zero chill and two laser focus attention. Uh no blocks.
0: <laughs> Alright, well we are we are gonna leave it there. Uh so before the lights Sounds turn great. off on KO again. Oh ooh, 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 but there is
3: we got we got one last, a good, a good way to close it out um, from, uh, it, it starts with Bob asking, hey, any chance that Magic the Gathering or Mina mobile will work on devices with lower settings?
2: Uh, so you're not supposed to do something called side loading. Megan told me not to talk <laughs> about it. So It's I not supported. Not, I didn't talk about that and it's not supported, but people are having fun that way too. We actually can tell from the metrics we have. I think it's you know it's sort of a use at your own risk right now but you know you guys are out there are the ultimate optimizers and problem solvers and puzzle fiends like I don't think anything I'm telling you here is new right Uh, you guys if you want to play it you can figure it out and that'll make Megan happy that that little snippet that's a great way to end it you're right Megan.
3: Uh, just say, it, okay. Let's okay. If we're going there, let's be real. We all know the players are, you know, they do use the SDK to sideload it, just like we you know that people use the 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 .dot msi not because they're having issues with the Windows launcher. I just had to, you know, put on my my you know community manager hat of like, hey, it's not officially supported. So if you have issues and you tweet at us, we're gonna be like, oh, well, I don't know what you're talking about. But in addition to that, when we do fully launch on Android and on iOS and on tablets, part of that is going to be, because right now it's only on what we considered our recommended specs, and that at some point we are going to officially lower those requirements so you can go through the Google Play Store like you're supposed to and download the game that way, and if you have any issues, then you can contact support and they can help you.
2: Or sideload it,
3: you know, whatever. That's
2: just as a real quick comment there, we're targeting the the majority of devices that are out there that people are using today, uh, especially to play games. So there's a bunch more coming. Uh, clearly there's a greater range than you know we could support with this kind of game, but definitely the majority is what we're after. We want the most people to be able to play the game legitimately, Megan, not sideloading. So we're we're aiming at it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, and, and 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 it was I think it was another one of the our our Developers, oh look, they're look good. I don't have to worry about playing anymore. They just, you know, what destroyed my, uh, my 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 uh, my game state. Anywho, um, they, this idea that the other thing that we're cognizant of is just like if we open it up to more devices, as it currently is, we're just going to be swapping um, compatibility complaints with performance complaints. So it's just like, hey, if you want to do what you want to do on your devices to get it to run, that's cool. That's on you. When it comes to us lowering those requirements and, and establishing those minimum minimum uh, recommendations, then it kind of falls back onto us to make sure that the game has that, you know, fun, fast, fluid experience.
2: A lot of what we're doing right now is really rigorous testing with edge cases and with the performance, the devices that just have less resources, making sure it's still fun. Our target is great frame rate on these devices for, you know, hour and hour, hour and a half at least, and to keep improving from there. So uh, we really want to come out strong when we do with those other devices. So look for it soon, TM.
0: All right. Okay, well, that is our show for today. I want to thank Chris and Megan for coming on. Steve and I were here too. Uh, We appreciate all of you tuning in and asking your questions. Um, Again, Uh, magic gathering arena is now available on android in early access again you can check out some of the specs we have a arena mobile faq on daily mtg if you want to learn more about the specifications for phone usage right now but of course we're going to be as chris has been saying working on all of that uh yeah i think that covers it we'll be back next week we'll talk a little bit more about what that's going to look like then Uh, Otherwise, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have fun seeing game all.